Welcome to Let's Talk Cake. I'm Carrie. And I'm Savannah. And on today's episode, we'll be talking to Greg from Fat Daddios. Cakes can truly just steal the show of a party. I approach mixing frosting the same way that I would mix paint. I'm ready to do more. I need to do more. Send me your cake recipes. Send me everything you have. I Send me everything. You know, baking is... It's such a craft. All of your senses are involved, and it's such an expression, and it's cozy, and it's so rewarding. Honestly, I'm sure everyone has been touched by cake in some way. Hey, you guys. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of Let's Talk Cake, a podcast by cakers for cakers. I'm Savannah, and I'm here with my mom, Carrie, and together we own the Dessert Studio in Utah. Yeah, so this week in the bakery... We had kind of a cool experience. We have a photographer that we worked with a few times, and she did a a photo show, um, and she had us come. She was doing something about creativity, and she was talking to different artists and talking about the creative process and getting photographs and stuff that have to do with their creative process. And so we had kind of a fun little experiment with her. She brought two pictures that she wanted us to use for inspiration. One was cake painting, which I do more of in the bakery, and one was buttercream flowers, which Savannah does more of in the bakery. And so she had a picture that she wanted us to use for inspiration on those, and then we just went for it. (laughs) Yeah, it was really fun because it was like on the spot. She came to our bakery and into our kitchen, and she had the two pictures printed off, and she just handed them to us, and we saw them for the first time right then and there. And then we just had to decorate a cake based off of those images. And so it was it was way fun and it felt kind of like a felt like sort a of like, shot, being on like a, a challenge. Show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was really fun. It felt like we were on some kind of a food network show or something. But it was also a little bit stressful because the picture that she brought for me to paint was different than any cake painting that I've ever yeah, done before. It was- was unique it was like a Japanese kimono and it was um it was very different and when I first saw it I had a little bit of anxiety because <laughs> I didn't want it to be a flop because she was doing this in preparation for an actual show to show off her work and so I didn't want it to be a mess <laughs> but yeah she it ended good. up it, it ended up really being really good. fun yeah. yeah it was way cool and then at the actual art show um it was just cool to see other people's creative process she um, photographed a dancer, a musician, um, a, flower, a arranger, flower arranger, a watercolor artist. Yeah, so it was cool just to kind of see other creative outlets, kind of their process. So it was it was an honor to be part of it. Yeah, but yeah, it was and fun. we provided cupcakes for the yeah. for the show, so it was fun. So that was kind of a cool thing to do. Yeah. So we've been thinking about doing something that we thought we'd call maybe Tip Tuesday. So this week we thought we would share a little tip that we actually needed to give ourselves. And that is um, we need to do a better job of tagging things. Yeah, for sure. I think it is vital in the Instagram world. And content creators are great at this. Like the cake makers who are just mostly doing it for content. They're super good at tagging the sprinkles they use, the food colorings they use, the cake stands everything that they're using to make that specific cake design and that not only helps them to kind of get those businesses seeing what they're doing and then the potential of those businesses tagging them and reposting their cake 
but it also I mean it's just hand in hand they're helping each other and so and they're helping us too because if we see a cake stand or something that we really like if it's tagged then we can go to that company and we can get that cake stand so it really is just a good idea both for ourselves and as we collaborate and work with each other and and help each other yeah so and that works perfectly with today's episode because we are talking to an industry provider. We're yes. talking to Greg from Fat Daddios and we did the Instagram poll a little while back and Fat Daddios definitely was the superior cake pan and so we wanted to get him on just to kind of allow all of us to learn more about why that is our favorite cake pan. So let's get him on. Hi, Greg. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? We're doing good. We're so excited to have you on today. Oh, it's my pleasure. I appreciate you guys having me. So we're just by way of introduction. A couple of weeks ago, we did a poll on our Instagram for everybody's favorite bakeware. And Fat Daddios came out on top by a mile. Yes, for sure. (laughs) So we were excited to reach out to you and learn a little bit more about your company and the product and yeah how it how it will benefit all of our people so if you could just go ahead and maybe start and tell us a little bit about the founding of fat daddios well fat daddios is a brand that we launched back in 2006 Um, we actually started shipping the product in early 2007 Um, but our heritage uh, goes back uh, three generations to 1968 and Uh, we were a private label manufacturer. So we manufactured a natural aluminum bakeware um, for many companies and lines that uh, you and and your listeners would be aware of. Uh, Lines like Magic Line and Wilton and uh, Martha Stewart and just many other companies that are uh, stalwarts in the industry um, or were at that time. and our brand or our company evolved over those years uh, as we continued building products until about 2006 when we discovered uh, some new technology and some new methods of manufacturing bakeware that uh, we felt were gonna flip the industry on its head. And we, we wanted to have that for ourselves and created our own brand and here we are today. Cool. So I have to ask, how did you come up with the name Fat Daddios? <laughs> <laughs> well, I we're asked that so frequently. It's uh, and, and I wish I had that, you know, that golden aha moment of where the name came from, or that it was rooted in some sort of family legacy. And uh, in actuality, it, it, it evolved over uh, pizza and beer um, with my partner. Um, as we struggle to find a name for the brand, uh, it's remarkable how many names are taken or registered. <laughs> we, we, were, we wanted to have something that was very uh, protected in multiple markets around the world through the ways that we could register that trademark. And uh, the remarkable part was that you'd be shocked at how many names are registered out there. And we, we started with traditional type names and that were related to baking and um, the irony is we were sitting in a pizza uh, establishment in Spokane, where we're based, uh, called Fat Daddy's. 
So obviously there wasn't much of a stretch in our imagination. Like, <laughs> daddy O's. Uh, but I always like to say that, you know, the reality is uh, the daddy O part is steeped in uh, kind of a throwback to uh, more traditional times and baking. And we thought, oh, that would make more sense for baking because it's usually rooted in, in some sort of uh, tradition or some sort of uh, family type history. Yeah. So we, we thought, okay, let's do that twist on that. And we, we, we actually threw it out there jokingly, more of a placeholder, to be honest with you. <laughs> and then uh, it stuck. And, and we love that people ask that question. We love it. And, and when we first launched the brand, the people that would come up to our booth wondering if we sold barbecue sauce or, or, <laughs> uh, or food products because of the name, just wondering who we were, uh, were suddenly surprised that it was a Bakeware line. Well, it's got one really great thing going for it, and that's that it's really memorable. So, yeah, so sure. that was a good move. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So what exactly is your role in Fat Daddios, Greg? Um, as one of the co-founders, uh, the, the great part of having a partner in a business um, can be that, you know, the yin and yang of it. Um, I am more focused towards the sales aspect. It's what I've done all my life, um, especially in, in this uh, uh, with bakeware. I've done it since I was a teenager. Um, and my partner uh, came from the baking and or the banking, not baking, baking, <laughs> uh, the banking industry, um, and he came in with just such tremendous uh, uh, resources in finance and and in uh, the accounting side of the business. So I manage all of our sales internationally, uh, domestically. Uh, we have a great team here, um, and we have distributors around the world and. Um, I just make sure that the product's moving out of the warehouse and, and getting into the hands of uh, our customers. Very cool. And that's great. And so how did, the, how did it go from being just a small family-run company to being all over the world then? Was that just since you came up with your own product line and decided to go with it? We had the benefit of two generations of history uh, behind us and relationships in the industry. Um, so when we launched, it wasn't as difficult as a traditional startup, but the reality is just like any business, it's one day at a time. You're grinding day after day. You're, you're looking for every opportunity. you never become complacent. Um, and we actually launched our business in, uh, up until now, one of the most difficult times in the last 30, 40 years uh, of our economy, and that was in 2008 uh, when everything started to kind of fall apart in the housing market and mm -hmm. the stock market, and and uh, a lot of our competition kind of, uh, in my opinion, stuck their head in the sand and said, "Hey, we're going to ride this through and, and and the best we can and keep our costs down." We didn't have that luxury. <laughs> we we needed the sales, so we had to become very. Uh, creative, very aggressive, and we we just started making calls, and um, we we started a, a a policy here of every day we sent out sample boxes, um, at least ten to fifteen a day to customers all around the world, and they were unsolicited on their end, but we just sent them free pans and a catalog and information on our company, and um, 
and it proved quite successful. We had a, a tremendous uh, response rate from that when people saw the quality uh, of the product and the pricing. I'm sure, because once you've used your pans compared to some other pans, there is a big difference in the final product of your cakes, and it's very noticeable. So that that was a great business move, because once people had it in their hands, I'm sure that, you know, they They just wanted they more loved of it. it. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that's great. That's the secret of, has been our uh, uh, ace in the hole, as I like to call it, is is the anodizing that we do, the treatment to our bakeware. Uh, that was the whole reason why we wanted to keep it propri proprietary to us, is we we developed this anodized finish that is unique in the industry. Nobody's ever been able to duplicate it since we've come out. Um, and it's, uh, it, it is truly something that it's difficult to explain, but when people use it and compare it to what they have been baking in, uh, they find quickly that uh, it performs differently, it releases differently, um, cleans up uh, much more efficiently, uh, so it has a lot more benefits to it. Yeah, when we bought our business, we actually bought an existing bakery, and some of the pans were Fat Daddios and some were not. And we we are doing our best to slowly transition out of all of them that are not Fat Daddios yeah. <laughs> into just Fat Daddios because there is such mm -hmm. a big difference, and and we we always find ourselves leaning toward those when we've got cakes to bake. And so, yeah, we we love your product so. It's cool to hear that you, how successful it has become and that people are recognizing it. I'm curious, and you don't have to go into too much science because I wouldn't understand it anyway, but can you just give us a couple of the, the bullet points about why your pans are so superior? I mean, you told us a few of the things they sure. perform well, but what do you do to them? Sure. Uh, the first thing that is how we manufacture them, that we actually draw the pans uh, through a stamping process. Um, that is different than anybody in the industry does as well. And obviously I can't reveal that process, but sure. what it allows us to do is get the corners of like our squares and our sheet pans um, to be uh, so tight that when the cake bakes, it will bake with a square corner. And that we're able to achieve that through a seamless uh, process. So we don't have any welds. We don't have any um, areas of where that the metal can split or the weld can leak on the inside of the pan causing you know the cake to get caught up when you're depanning. Um, the the greatest difference is really as I uh, was sharing before is our anodizing process and that is a process where through a series of tanks we basically uh, uh, <laughs> layman's terms we electrocute the pan we, we hook up probes to every single pan. They run, uh, we run currents of electricity through these tanks uh, while the pans are submerged um, in water and in, in other uh, compounds that we use. Um, and what it does is it hardens the metal, so it makes it very durable. Uh, it changes the surface from being very porous, like a, like a sponge. Uh, most uh, All of the aluminum products are very much under a microscope looks like a, a sponge. So they soak up things um, and it smooths all that out, creates a very smooth glass-like surface um, that allows for better release, uh, prevents cross-contamination, um, and it also improves the baking performance. Um, so it creates a pan 
that is uniform in thickness from the sides to the bottom, uh, allowing for even heat transfer. Um, so there's a lot of different things that we've done since we went to this uh, seamless method of manufacturing. Is that also what makes them a little heavier? They just feel a little heavier and sturdier. More durable, yeah. Um, well, we have to, the, here's the irony. We actually start, they're, they're heavier before we anodize them, ah. believe it or not. So um, we have to start with a very thick, uh, much thicker uh, aluminum. And because we know during anodizing, it's etching that surface and it's, and it's reapplying the anodized finish to it. But per square inch, anodizing weighs less than uh, the aluminum metal does. So it, uh, you know, while they're still heavier than uh, pans that are in the market, um, that's really, we, we never really promote the heaviness of it because uh, it's all about performance. It's all about how the product performs. So um, the anodizing, while it is a little bit lighter, is uh, a much greater conductor of heat heats up faster, cools down quicker, um, and it's all about performance for us. Well, they just feel so sturdy and nice. They just, yeah. it feels like you're using really good quality stuff. You know, the irony is we're using the same exact base metal that goes back 52 years. Um, the exact same alloy of aluminum. That is something that we know is the best in the market. It's a pure aluminum alloy no recycled content. So we know exactly what goes into the metal. We know down to the hundredth of a percent, every compound that's in the metal. And the benefit of that is our bakers who buy a pan today or 10 years from now, the performance is going to be Still consistent. The same. Yeah. Awesome. And that's what they count on. I want to come take a tour of your factory. Do, I you, know. do you do tours? <laughs> <laughs> Well, we'd love to have you to Washington if you'd like to come out. And, and, <laughs> Next and time we're us. up Absolutely. that way, we'll have to stop by. <laughs> Give us a call, yes. Very cool. So we're all about cake over here and obviously cake pans, but what other equipment do you have and make? Well, we have a complement of uh, decorating supplies, spatulas, pastry bags, um, fondant tools, um, baking mats, silicone mats, and uh, we even have a line of... Uh, polycarbonate chocolate molds for more of the artisan chocolatier. Um, and then we have our uh, our fondant, our gum paste, and our meringue powder, which is all three are, are finding uh, greater and greater uh, acceptance in the industry. And, and we're getting some rabid supporters of it for the, the benefits that those products bring as well. Very cool. cool. Yeah. You've got it all. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So what was the biggest challenge for you in, in starting Fat Daddy O's and breaking off on your own, other than obviously the, the recession? Well, I, it really is like any company that comes in um, to an industry that is loaded with traditional-minded um, people, meaning you, when, when you deal with bakers, and we have for you know, like I said, 52 years, but we did it as a private label manufacturer. Nobody knows our brand. Um, and we look different when we came into the market. So there was a uh, initially getting over the hurdle of getting people just to try the product down to the square pans where they would look and say, your corners are rounded. I want sharp corners. We put out a square bake guarantee when we first started saying, just bake in the pans. If it, if it doesn't bake square, We'll give your money back. I mean, we did things uh, just to uh, 
really stimulate getting people to try the product. But again, it was a day at a time. It was something that we had to, we had to keep uh, promoting. And, and by doing that, uh, we, we discovered that the, the, our greatest effect was, was not going directly to our retailers. It was going to their customers and uh, educating them, getting the pans in their hands, attending the shows that they were attending. Uh, the events that they were attending, and really trying to do it from the uh, ground up, meaning, you know, if we can positively impact them, um, the people who are using the product, they're going to, in turn, positively impact the retailers who will, in turn, come to us. Um, and it was successful. We, we have a, a, a marketing team here. Uh, and when I say team, we, we started and it was one guy. Uh, Scott is, uh, Scott Jones is his name, and he, he is, has been critical uh, to our success. Um, he, he's a grinder. He's out there making those relationships and, and searching out those opportunities. And it has paid the dividends um, one day at a time. So how many employees does Fat Daddios have now? Uh, about 23, 24, uh, counting our warehouse employees. So we're lean. We're, uh, we, we, we hire very capable people who have abilities to uh, grow into uh, different areas. And, and we've got an amazing team. And, you know, it was during this COVID-19 situation, it was critical that we maintained our team and, and kept uh, paying everybody to keep them uh, here. We didn't, we didn't want to see anybody leaving. Uh, because we, we finally found a cohesive group of people that uh, are all working so hard to further develop the brand and, and the market impact. And what a hard time this has been for everybody in so many ways. So that's awesome Absolutely. that you've been able to, to keep your team intact. Yeah, well, it's, it, it, behind any great company is their team. Uh, it's, it's, uh, we're, we're only as good um, as the people that are here every single day. Uh, promoting, uh, working hard for us. And, and we've built a really good family because of that. Very cool. I like what you just said. We're only as good as our team. And I think as cake makers, we can say we're only as good as our cake pans, honestly. <laughs> and so as exactly. we're, we're thankful as cake makers to have Fat Daddios because it, it definitely is very superior to all others and it, it creates a good cake. And so we love it. Well, I appreciate that. We're, 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 we love the people we deal with and, and just connecting with, with the artists and the, uh, the, the individuals who are out there creating and using our product every single day is probably our greatest joy. Um, you know, socially, you know, through social media, face to face through all of these uh, retail uh, cake shows that are going on. Um, we just we, we love our people. And, and I think we're, we're developing, a, a, I like to say, a rabid group of supporters. And, and it's awesome. It's a really cool thing to see happening um, and starting to grow organically even throughout the industry. So you've kind of mentioned some of the highlights along the way as you've created Fat Daddios. But what would you say is the biggest success that you have found along the way? I would say... It, Again, it goes back to our people um, and how well our brand has been adopted, um, not only here in the U.S., but 
throughout North America and, and throughout the world. Uh, bakers and, and, and cake decorators are a strong union of people. Um, and what we love is they share. Um, and unlike most business industries where there's not that collaborate, co- collaboration or that, uh, that effort to educate and to support, uh, this industry has that. And I think our greatest joy um, and success in this is seeing how our brand has been spread to all corners of, of the world. Um, to, to this point today, we're 63 countries that our products wow. can be found in. That's amazing. And that, to me, that is remarkable. I, I think of uh, my family grinding away for you know 30 some odd years of private label manufacturing and and you know we impacted maybe four countries five countries and how the world has changed and how this industry has changed is absolutely remarkable um in the last 20 years it is uh, we we've seen a complete change in in the demographics the av- average age of a cake decorator um is getting younger each year um which is exciting for companies like ours and for the industry because it shows that there's legs to this industry, meaning you have a lot of younger people coming into it, which is going to sustain it for a long period of time. And how quickly it grew for us internationally. I mean, in the last week alone, we added three countries uh, that uh, our products are going to be found in within the next few weeks as the product gets uh, delivered to them. So it's remarkable to me to, to see that. And I, I would say that really is, for me personally, the greatest success of our company. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a good team and it's a good product. And when you have those two things, it's, it's amazing what can happen. For sure, mm-hmm. yeah. Absolutely. Well, I love, I love hearing your story and I love hearing about your success and what you're doing. What do you think the future holds for Fat Daddios? Hopefully, more of the same. Uh, <laughs> we are uh, we're, we're we're very restless. I would say um, we're, we're constantly looking to improve. We're constantly uh, uh, looking for opportunities and technology to, to to. Well, when we think we have the pan perfect, something happens in the uh, in technology that allows us to maybe improve the process. And we've have had some tweaks over the fourteen years the brand has been out. But everything has been for the positive, has, has created another benefit to it. Um, our biggest initiative right now is uh, continuing to connect with uh, the people who are using our product. We have an awesome, and this is the first time we're, I actually had to get permission from Scott here to, to even bring this up um, because we have a, a campaign that is starting in the next month uh, that is going to go on across uh, North America. And that is, uh, we're calling it Free Pan Friday. Um, and it's going to be a social media campaign that uh, where we would start off on Instagram. So any of your listeners that are, that are hearing this, please follow us on Instagram to be a part of this. But it would start off every week on a Monday uh, where we would begin giving clues uh, that would progressively reveal where the Free Pan Friday is going to be for that week. Um, and, uh, as the week goes on, uh, the clues will be going, uh, we'll have some fun, uh, interaction with our, with our fans out there. 
And on the Friday, we will make that announcement where uh, people can go and pick up a free Fat Daddy-O pan. Uh, and, and the initiative is really geared at small businesses, um, the independents, that, the brick-and-mortar guys uh, that have been the backbone of our business. Um, we, have, we have been uh, very strong in our support of small business, very strong in, in making sure that uh, uh, we support and, and protect the integrity of, of, of the independents out there. And now, especially more than ever, um, we, we want to support that in a greater way. So we're trying to drive traffic in their doors where people can walk in and say, give me my, my, uh, fat, my free Fat Daddy-O pan and, and kind of get into maybe a retailer that they had never been in before. Yeah. And they, they can uh, hopefully help build that business up at the same, in the same token. What a fun so idea. So it starts next month and, and uh, Instagram will be having that. And we're going to be hitting places all across the U.S., Canada. I mean, just we're, we're, we're going to be hitting the small towns, the big towns, everywhere, and uh, having a lot of fun doing it. That sounds Very awesome. Cool. How long do you plan on the campaign going? Do you know, or will you just kind of play it by ear? Probably about a year. Wow. Uh, uh, we, we've got a, there's a lot of independence out there, and, and really the reality is just like your listeners, they're – you know, they're, they're dotting the country and, and <laughs> maybe even the world. And, and we want to we want to connect with them. We want to we want to support small business in a big way. Um, and we're going to we're going to start that off next month. And every Friday have something exciting going on um, and get that uh, pan in people's hands. Very That's cool. awesome. So does Fat Daddios have like uh, their own storefront in, Sp- in Spokane or is it more of just like you have um, all of your pans in the retail shops that you're talking about? Yeah, we have never sold uh, uh, retail uh, direct. And, okay. and that just kind of goes back to our family. We, we, we've always been of the mindset that we, we pick our, our uh, customer, we, we pick our industry and we support it to the full extent. And I know a lot of brands and companies will have their own retail website. And, um, but it's always been kind of our, our philosophy that every dollar I would sell on my own retail website would come at the expense of an independent seller out there has always caused us to pause and say, no, that's not what we do. Um, we support our end users in a big way, but we really want to make sure that you know, we, we take great care of our retailers. They don't have to worry that we're selling behind their back. Um, and we're very protective of that. Uh, that is, um, that just goes right. That just shows you're in the right industry. Cause that just goes right back to what you were talking about a little earlier about the cake community and the baking community and, and how collaborative it is instead of competitive and how helpful people are and how people are looking out for each other. And that just fits right in with the whole, um, vibe of cake making and the whole, I don't know, thing, the way we've found a lot of people. Absolutely is. I mean, uh, at, we, we like to say we're working with the best folks in the business. Um, and it's a, it's true. It, it's something that we, we realize that, uh, this industry is so incredibly unique in, in how, uh, information is spread, how, sharing is encouraged um collaboration is encouraged um you know while yes there's competitiveness in in getting the sale 
the, the reality is it, I, I cannot think of another industry where there's people looking to give another person uh, reaching out their hand and giving them you know, a step up to, to, to improve their business. Um, and it makes it wonderful to deal with people like that. We see that when we go and, and, and connect with people that are using our product. Uh, we feel the love on our side, but man, we see the love they have for one another. And we see them, you know, when someone's having difficulty doing a certain technique, we see people jumping in and sharing. And I, I challenge anyone to find another industry that is anything like that, that is as collaborative as this industry is. Absolutely. It's definitely one of the things we found just since we started the podcast, how many, how many people are just willing to participate and help and show support to each other and get to know each other. And it's, it's a good, it's a good industry to be in for sure. And, and, and you're absolutely right. What you're doing is indicative of everything we just talked about. And so thank you for doing that. We, we appreciate that. And we appreciate the people that are pioneers out there that are, that are making the effort to, to continue to get, help this industry thrive and be, keep its relevancy and uh, expand that creativity. Um, it's that kind of an environment that is going to keep this industry alive and healthy for the long term. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's been so fun just to meet so many new people and, and especially to talk to the industry professionals like you. I think it's so cool to see kind of the providers for us bakers and the passion that you guys have too. And just the, I don't know, you guys seem so genuine over at Fat Daddios. And so I think it's just awesome that we get to work with such genuine, hardworking people. And we, and we can't do a good product without having a good foundation for it. And that's where good bakeware comes in and the tools to do it. So thank you for what you're providing. It's awesome to be able to talk to you today. Well, thank you so much for the opportunity. And, and for, like I said, for everything you guys are doing um, and for your listeners, uh, we just want to let you guys know we love you. And we, we are excited to be partners in this uh, industry with you. All right. Wasn't that great having Greg on? I think Fat Daddios is a great product. And now we can see from talking to him that it's also it comes from a great company. And so I think that's probably goes hand in hand. It probably one causes the other. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But we were thinking um, as we talked to him, what a great thing he's doing for small businesses, for small cake shops. I love the some of the things he said about not usurping those little businesses and selling behind their back by doing it themselves. And so he was very interested in protecting small businesses and helping small businesses, which we all know is a huge thing right now. This this particular time in our country with in the world, really, with COVID and everything is it's really hard to navigate that, especially for small businesses who are working on shoestring budgets. And so and we are small businesses. I mean, so many of us in our small bakeries are considered small businesses, and we know the impact that a few new orders can cause for our small business. And so, yeah, for this week's challenge, we just kind of want to focus on helping small businesses, supporting them. And I think in our bakeries, we can do that more, and just in our regular lives, we can go out and find small businesses to support. So, yeah, so that's our challenge for this week is to, if you need something, Look first locally and in a small business. See if you can help a small business and 
Hopefully karma will play a part in this and it will help all of our small businesses by doing this. So For sure. And that kind of goes hand in hand with what our little tip Tuesday was too about tagging things because yeah. most of the things that we would be tagging aren't like giants. They're, you know, they're little companies that can use the help. And, and so, yeah, as we tag things, as we um, look for opportunities to, to, procure our ingredients or whatever let's let's try to really support and help the small businesses yeah because I mean I know how it feels when I can see like someone posted our cake and they don't tag us it's like oh shoot that's a missed opportunity why didn't they tag us and so yeah I think it's just a good thing for us to do to tag other people. To yeah, tag. it's kind of a, just a good habit to yeah. get into if you're doing your thing for business. For sure. So, yeah. One other thing that I loved what he said was how cake makers and the generation of this industry just keeps getting um, younger and younger. And so we've definitely seen that. And it's been so cool just to see all of these like teenage bakers coming out of the dust and (laughs) it's so fun so if you are a young baker and you would be interested in talking to us we'd love to put together a show where we talk to a few of the young bakers that are out there kind of blazing a trail in their youth and some of the things that they're doing and the way they're doing it so if you know a young baker or you are a young baker and you would be interested let us know and we would love to talk to you Yeah, for sure. You guys do not want to miss next week's episode when we will be talking to sweet Heather Ann. And her stuff is beautiful. And she, I don't know, her stories and her experience is just incredible. So we are so excited. So excited. She's kind of an idol for me. I've looked at her cakes from before we even got started again. And I have been so excited about some of the stuff she does because she's an innovator. She and her staff do things. They develop new things, new techniques. And she's a, she's really, really talented. So we're excited to talk to her next week. Yeah. So stay tuned next Tuesday. And P.S. We have teamed up with Fat Daddios to give three U.S. residents a set of three of their amazing cake pans. That's right. There will be three lucky winners. The first winner will be the first listener who sends us a message via email or Instagram saying, I love Fat Daddios. Yep, easy as that. And then the other two winners will be selected from the giveaway on Instagram. So pretty high stakes and pretty simple rules. So definitely go enter. Yes, and we just want to say thanks to Fat Daddios for their generosity and good luck to all of you. And we just want to thank each and every one of you once again for all of your support and for tuning in. And thank you to our producer, Corey, for all that he does behind the scenes. And we look forward to talking cake next week. Hey, everyone. This is producer Corey. I just wanted to say thanks for listening. Also, subscribe to the podcast and follow the Let's Talk Cake podcast on Instagram so you don't miss out on any content. If you do the challenge this week, tag the podcast in your post and we'll share it in the next episode. Thanks again, and we'll see you next Tuesday.